In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Home is where the heart is. How often do we say that, especially at Christmas, where there is so much travel? People are heading home. So it was 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem, the home of David, the shepherd who became Israel's greatest king. People were heading home. Where is home? Home is where the heart is. It is where memories are stored, treasured up, pressed between life's pages like dried lavender, still fragrant. It is where hopes are rooted and still send up shoots fresh and green. And for the present, it is where we abide, where we dwell wherever we are, wherever our address. It is where we belong, where we have something to belong to, where we have someone to whom we belong. And it is this belonging that is the root of all our heart's longing. Where does God dwell? Where does God abide? Where is his home? In heaven? On earth? Yes, to all those. But we know God dwells in our hearts. God has made his home in our hearts. We sometimes forget that. Our hearts are restless. Restless for a God who is there already. Unseen, unheard, silent, but present. Like the interior of the temple of Jerusalem, unseen, unheard, silent, well, not present at the time when our Lord came to earth. David, the shepherd come king, wanted to build a house for God. We have been always on the move. Lord God, he said, and now we have a home, a land to live in of milk and honey, a land in which to dwell, to abide forever, a place for our children and their children's children. But where, O God, do you abide? I need no temple, said the Lord God. This is Second Samuel 7, by the way. I need no temple made with hands, and I do not need you, David, to build me a house. It is for me to build the house in which I will dwell through you. Just wait. A thousand years have come and gone, and Joseph and Mary and Jesus come back home to register as aliens in their own land. Roman subjects, subjects of Augustus Caesar, son of God. David's child, Jesus, comes back to David's home. And there is no place for him to dwell now as then. There is no room. His family find a spare room, a back room. More favored guests have taken the best places, the places of honor. Mary will give him birth in this corner of the house, the place where the creatures live. His bed will be straw, his cradle a feeding trough. God will come home, home to earth, make his temple there, and no one will know. His own to whom he comes will not receive him. They will not know he's there. 
There is no room, no room in their house, no room in their hearts just yet. But for the faith of that village girl and her husband, where would he be? Still waiting, maybe, as we wait. But with that faith, a page is turned in the family album. Now Jesse's stump will burst forth with green shoots from the lavender dried and faded will spring forth life. The book of the law will become the book of life. Will crack open its binding, groaning, its pages fresh and white again, waiting for names to be written in, the names of those who know in their hearts that there is room too, for a savior, for David's son, for God's son. There is room in that book for you and I, for our children too, and theirs. Is there room in our hearts and theirs? God knows, do we? God in Christ only comes to empty hearts, to the poor in spirit. The rich have no knowledge of their need of him. Their hearts are full, full of things they do not need, full of fear of losing that which they have. To the poor, to the outcast, to the ragtail, bobtail, riffraff, God goes, sending his angels to proclaim, God has come home. Who hears it? Shepherds. That's all. Despised few, those shepherds, by and by, a few pagan sages, too, by and by. Shepherds in the fields with their creatures. They hear it. They rush to proclaim. They rush to the room, rush to Mary to tell her what she knows. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory, glory to God in the highest. Sometimes it's good to hear what you already know. And to know that God has come home too, to a few more. That God has come home. Home in our hearts. He shall never leave. Does Mary know this as she treasures up all these things in her heart? Does she know what Simeon will tell her? Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Does Mary know this? Does she already treasure this up in her heart? Maybe. That is Mary's way. When there's something Mary doesn't know, she holds it in her heart. And ponders it. She contemplates it and she waits. Tonight, all is still. 
Even the creatures are stilled. The stars shine from the black sky, cold and clear. Their light, like the angel's song, faint and strong, cannot be overcome. Their soft white fire cannot be quenched. Hearts are burning once again for only what God himself made for their fulfillment. God himself, present Come to dwell at last with his people. Come to dwell forever with his people. Come what may, come to stay. Amen.